I'm not ready to do the show. Well, I'm, not I'm ready still either. recovering when from have, the weather. When have we ever been ready? Hey, I had no power. I know. Again. You got to move into a place yeah. that has better power coverage. What kind of hillbilly area am I living in? <laughs> you got to you got to get rid of the hillbillies is what yeah. they tell <laughs> Right. You know, that's what causes the power outages. Yeah. Hillbillies. I don't know what's Because they live in the hills and they're billies. Yeah. So, um... Well, yeah. at least we have power on yeah, for the... power's uh, back. I know the, you know, the storms that moved through yesterday and... Uh, Yep. Got a chance to uh, crank up my generator again. That does have a manly feel to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. I don't have a generator. And, so. uh, the th- and the thing is, is, of course, the power goes out like 5.30 yesterday. Yeah, and you're going where? You, so at first you're kind of like waiting for it to come back on. How long do you wait till it's, you start up the generator? Exactly. And That's, I let a good hour of daylight go by. Before, I'm like, all right, well, we're just going to have to hook up the generator. Now so I don't know dark. how long it's going to be. So now it's getting dark. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, I'm, you know, using the battery or the light on my phone to try and yeah, figure they, it all out. They invented a thing called a flashlight. No, just a flashlight sucks. Yeah. Actually, phone lights are better than flashlights. You just got to get an LED I, flashlight. I came to that, uh, came to that conclusion. And, or use a lighter um, near that yeah. generator, John. <laughs> sure. It's, <laughs> As I pour right. the gas in. <laughs> <laughs> That'll really light things up. Yeah, it will. It will, but uh, so then, so I got you know, say this generator, and uh, I uh, texted my neighbors on each side of me. Hey, I have a generator. How about <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah, no, I just said, hey, we were if you need to, I got a generator. If you want to come plug into it, because it's got four plugs, uh-huh. and I said, you know, and we were using two. And I said, if you want to come plug in, help yourself out. And last time we had a power outage, did the same thing, you know, like you know, just to get your refrigerator or freezer going, whatever. Yeah. So I said, oh, I texted this, and they're like, oh, thanks, yeah, yeah, we'll see, you know, we'll do that. So a little bit later, I go out, and I see that my son has used the other two blocks, because <laughs> he's like, I need my computer, and I need... I'm like, uh... uh well, what hey, about the neighbors? Fellas, uh, sorry. Never mind. They never... Yeah. <laughs> that thing I said? Never mind. Yeah. You reneged on it. Yeah. You know what? They, they, uh, they never had to do... I mean, All we right. got power back. Relatively. Late quick. last night. Right. So... There's that's my the, update. I'm that's sure you're the good all news. thrilled. Yes. John I'm sure all power. relieved. Oh, good. Phew. Can we go start up generator now just for fun? <laughs> we could. Is it a pull start? Yeah, kind of like a lawnmower? Yeah, it is. Did you ever have to swear at it? Because it had been sitting a long time and no, carburetors all messed up. It's still pretty new. That'll oh, be next year. year. Yeah. That'll be, be next year. Yeah, in the in the middle yeah. of winter when, <laughs> right. when it's freezing cold. Right. That, yeah, that's no when I'll be swearing at it. All right. Uh, today, by the way, is World Alzheimer's Day. Okay. And 
coming up on Saturday is the Walk to End Alzheimer's. That's right. In Brighton, it's the Livingston County Walk to End Alzheimer's, and uh, we will be there. We hope to see you there. Be there along with our friends from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, which, by the way, are bringing us local news. This is true. Was that smooth or what? And very smooth. I started up my Almost generator. Almost as good smooth to go. as me starting up the generator, yeah. holding a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening in local All news? All right, here's what's going on. A 56-year-old Macomb County man has been charged with making multiple threats of terrorism against officials in Shiawassee County. George Hamas of Washington Township is accused of posting online death threats and threats via voicemail. When he was taken into custody Monday night, authorities recovered what they say was a stolen handgun and ammunition inside his home. Hamas was arraigned on Tuesday in 66, uh, 66th District Court and given a $100,000 bond. The midterm elections are coming up on November 8th, and advocates are reminding Michiganders to plan now on how, when, and where they'll cast their ballots. Tuesday was National Voter Registration Day, and nonpartisan groups such as the League of Women Voters and Promote the Vote say now is the time to register or ensure the registration's up to date. They're also encouraging people who want to be more involved in the democratic process to consider becoming a poll worker. Christina Schlitt, president of the League of Women Voters of Michigan, said it's essential to ensure the process goes smoothly. It was also National High School Voter Registration Week, and Schlitt noted the League's effort to emphasize the importance of getting young people involved by sponsoring competitions across the state with prizes for the most registrations. You'll find additional details and links at mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And Clear University has announced the appointment of Nathan Benton as its head coach for eSports. Benton served as assistant head coach of eSports at Oakland University in Auburn Hills the past two years, where he was responsible for coordinating tournaments and served as a liaison between tournament organizers and players. Benton grew up in Milford and earned his bachelor's degree in physics from Oakland University. Cleary is one of only a few universities in Eastern Michigan that offers eSports, a new rapidly growing competitive sport among high school and college students across the country. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton, home of Simon G. and Zagani Jewelry. They've got the latest. You'll see on their Facebook page our friend Lindsay showing some of the newest finds from Simon G and Zagani. So check that out. Also stop by the store and see Mark and Barb Binkley. They pride themselves on offering something special for everyone and recognize that customer satisfaction is the sole purpose of their business. Matter of fact, they're going in October, correct? October to Antwerp? Correct. Diamond capital of the world. And they want to shop for you. They go handpick. Correct. The diamond that you would want. That's right. Come back and put it in a setting of your choice. Something custom designed. Check it out today. Go to Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton and online, cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com. Coming up today, we've got to look at our two-cent history lesson. We also, sadly, did not get a winner in What's going on with Tuesday these Night Trivia. What's going on with these questions? Maybe, maybe what are you in, doing? I, 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 what are you doing over there? I, I think I made it a little too tough. <laughs> All right. well, well, I think people sure. were going in different directions. I hate when that happens. <laughs> so, um, do you want me to go through some of the answers? Yeah, right. our question, according to a recent survey, more men than ever, almost 20%, now have one of these. What is it? And, and a lot of people were going down the lines of beards, mustaches, tattoos, right. something attached to their body, like but a man bag. I, or, this is what I noticed about a lot of the answers, were things that are you would expect a man to want. If you look at the way the question's worded, it's like it's, it's a surprise that up to 20% of men have one of these. Now, they don't have to be single. It could be right. married men, too. 
But it's usually, when you think of a guy, things that a guy would have, this would be something that he probably doesn't. It's not necessarily. It has increased. Yeah. Men so, having uh, one of these. Uh, a formal suit was guessed, you know. Yeah. yeah. You have a formal suit? I did. I was at and, that wedding that I told you about. I had to dig that thing out of the back of the closet. You know, by the pictures, it yeah. didn't look like you were in a suit, so you must not have had the jacket on very long. I don't know about how many, how much clothing I was wearing. <laughs> it, was it was one of those it, types it of weddings. It was, it was an was open crazy. bar, and, and there was a pole on the yeah. dance floor, so, so we're really not yes. sure. <laughs> I entertained everybody. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Uh, it's time to clear out this place. King, get on the pole. Our, our good friend Susan, also known as Cougar, yeah, said a nose hair trimmer. Yeah. Now, if only twenty percent of men have a nose hair trimmer, we have to increase that because <laughs> nose hair yeah. can become a very Distressful thing. Well, I mean, the thing is usually you catch it, you, At the you wrong see it, you, time. you look, you're like, oh my God, what the hell is that? Where did that come they from? They should have a hideable nose yeah. hair trimmer <laughs> so nobody it. notices you're doing anything. Like right. You just kind of go like this, and, it's, <laughs> and the hair's gone. Right. But. <laughs> <laughs> sure. In case you're Very at a wedding, getting Very ready important. to do your well, pole yeah. dance, they right, can't right. say, you don't want a distraction. No. From because, oh, the they'll nose be so hair. distracted by the nose <laughs> hair. Ah. They won't see what's really happening. <laughs> Maybe you do. But um, uh, Trucks and... Um, Workshop full of tools. Yeah, muscle cars. Because um, um, those are they're going to become a thing of the past, really. Because... Right. You can't really say you got a an electric muscle car, can you? It doesn't. It you will. They've got them. They'll be fast, but are they going to be a muscle car? Yeah, muscle cars have to have the sound. What are you going to put a raw well, power in there? Run a pop. <laughs> That's right. Sound, sound effect, effect machine. Okay, how do we want it to sound today? Right. That'll be how it is. You right. know, the screen on your, your Absolutely. car. You got your electric car. All yeah. right, I think we'll make this sound like it's got a, a sound like a 69 Camaro. Yeah, there you, you go. Know. Right, you'll just pick the model. <laughs> Even you know. though I'm driving a, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some kind of Toyota Prius. I'm telling you, some of those uh, electric vehicles, they will blow away. I'm sure they will. You know, uh, but uh, uh, Kevin said a billboard. Huh. <laughs> I don't know if 20% of well, you know, know. More than maybe you knew before do. That's true. Uh, a man bun. Yeah, we have to talk about <laughs> the man bun. Men with man yeah. buns. Yeah, you know. It's a thing. I know it's a thing. Yeah. But how many really... How many women really find a man That, you know, that's... Uh, sex. That's, uh, What's the percentage of women? I don't know. That, that find could a be, man maybe that's tonight's. Maybe that'll be tonight's question. Um, Actually, I just noticed we got a winner. We do have a winner. I saw I, that too. I didn't see yeah. that last night, but we did get a winner. Um, uh, also, guest, and before we get to the actual a answer, of people yeah. got it. What's uh -oh. going on? You better work, there work, some work going on, on that. Uh, body piercing, uh, tattoo, European man bag. Brandon, of course, chiming in, a mistress. <laughs> Okay. Hey, he's back at it. Well, Brandon's man. wife may have something to make. Uh, Why don't you give me your phone for a second, okay? Uh, an earring. Uh, yeah. Which ear? That's a. I don't think that. That's a big discussion either. point. You know, well, at least was back in the eighties. Yeah. And then they were. It was yeah, always. It was always something different. <laughs> <laughs> well, the left means. No, no, uh, it's the right that means. Oh, whatever. <clears throat> I um, believe it was Pamela yeah. that got it first. Okay. Our correct answer. And so again, the question. Uh, according to a recent survey, more men than ever, up to 20%, have one of these. What is it? The answer? A cat. A kitty cat. I got a cat. Yeah. Now, maybe a baby tiger would be a little bit more manly. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I don't know. You know, I'm not a cat guy. I I'm have a dog that is a cat. Yeah, see, so <laughs> you know, I kind of straddle both uh, realms. You there, kind right? of have a yeah. uh, a cat impersonator. Yeah, is, is what it's, you have. It's right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. No, this is true. It's uh, it's a cat that can't isn't yeah. called a cat. <laughs> I have a drag cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dog so, that dresses up like a cat. So congratulations yeah. to Pamela. I have to write her name yeah. down and put her in the uh, yeah. in the official yeah. Liftmaster eighty three sixty five drawing box from our friends at Firehouse Doors. Well, yeah. So I mean, that's, why don't you yeah. tell folks while I'm writing Pamela's name <laughs> down about Firehouse Doors and the Liftmaster? Well, I'm glad you asked. Mike. You know, oftentimes people will say to me, "Hey, John. Hey, John. Um, uh, do you know of a garage door company in Livingston County that's been around for I don't know more than twenty years, like a quarter of a century? Maybe is veteran owned." Then I go, "Hey, wait a minute. You know what? Hark. I do know one. And Who in fact." There? Firehouse Doors, they've been serving Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. And yes, they are veteran-owned. Mike is a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. Firehouse Doors is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. You're making a lot of noise I with know. paper. And, it's it's uh, cool sound effects, John. <laughs> Okay, sure. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. Call Firehouse Doors today. 810-599-7480. All right, and don't forget, we are coming to you from the LiftMaster Model 8365 Studios. And Pamela is the latest contestant who has a chance to win that LiftMaster 8365 chain drive residential garage door opener. It also includes a couple remote controls and outside keyless That's entry. Right. If you, you just have winner. to remember the, the code. Yeah, well, yeah, the code. The code. Uh, and, and and if you're the winner, Firehouse Doors will come and remove the old opener, install the new one, as well as a keyless entry pad, and uh, give you two more remote controls. But like you said, you got to remember the code. And we do not recommend using 1234. No. Although, you know, maybe, or that's, zero, zero, maybe zero, that's zero. so obvious you use it because no one will think that you're that dumb. Smart. <laughs> or you can do it backwards and go four, yeah. three, two, one. Right, right. Really mess with them. You know, we've you know we had some work done in the house over the summer, and at various points we had to give the garage code to you know the work crews or whatever. The we birds were, we were going to be home. And now I'm like, well, do we change the thing? And you know, but then you have to remember. It's yeah, like changing a password exactly. on your on your computer. You're like, what did I change that to? Exactly. And I think we might have went through that about a week ago. Yeah. Here in the. The 8365 Webmaster Studios. Well, I'd really like to thank Facebook for making it so easy <laughs> to recover your password. They make it so simple. All right, let's not they get... Have more pretty money pretty. than God does, and right, they have the worst system in the world! Oh, I'm sorry. You all right? They must have imported it from AOL. <laughs> <laughs> like, dear Lord. All right, anyway. If only you would have stuck with Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, when did that go away? You keep bringing up Ask Jeeves. I, I don't know. It's I, I'm going to guess about 20 years ago. <laughs> Which this is, by the way, our 20th uh, anniversary. Week you know, 20 years. We have failed to mention. You're right. That uh, it was, we mentioned it on Monday. Yeah, but well, I'm bringing it back up well, again. We have failed to over mention <laughs> the fact that yes, it is 20 years uh, as a, a Livingston County broadcast team. This bringing week. you what local yeah. news, entertainment, and information. Oh yeah. And now on a website called mikeandjohnpodcast.com. Oh. You know, I saw that web address somewhere. Oh, I, saw it, I saw it. I saw it. I was heading westbound yeah. on 96, and I uh, there was these 
picture of these two guys peeing in the woods. Yeah. And uh, they right, a lot right like before D19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were not peeing in the woods during that photo. <laughs> no, we were not. <laughs> we had our no, pants on. We're not. And zipped. Yeah. And, right. uh, and then I think there was another time I was heading eastbound. You were eastbound and down, I loading was eastbound up and trucking. And down. Eastbound and down. Loaded up and trucking. Oh, hell yeah. Fred in the truck. <laughs> Fred the dog. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to pick up my cat. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, and I saw it again. I said, oh, my God, that, wow. that website, MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. How'd that get there? Livingston County News, Information, and Entertainment. It's amazing. It, it kind of is. Yeah. I'd like to thank our good friend, Casey, yeah, for Casey. helping us out. Thanks, back. Casey. Casey helped but, us But uh, we also want to thank uh, folks that, that made it possible. Uh, our uh, designer, Nikki. Yes. Making Nicole. It, uh, From Spirit of Livingston. Yes, yeah. She was also uh, very helpful yes. in making uh, that design come together. And uh, our friend Christina, who uh, took the photo. Yes. So, and uh, Doctors Up took 10 years off. Well, <laughs> it was great. great. So, uh, All right. Yeah, so it was a team effort. Go team! Except the bill comes to us. Anyway. <laughs> well, we had a little help. <laughs> then from, the team disperses. From Casey. <laughs> so. we, we appreciate Casey. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, the um, Severe Weather Network. Hey, we were just talking about severe weather. Yeah, we were. <laughs> and generators. Except the Severe Weather Network is actually Livingston County's uh, premier shelter uh, program for homeless uh, in the winter months. And uh, they are facing a huge fundraising challenge. Yes, And they we're going to be talking with Diane Duncan. Who's we got to get her number, John. Co-chair uh, <laughs> of the Severe Weather Network. Yes, she is. Uh, with the Livingston County Board of Directors of that organization. And uh, hopefully... Uh, Find out more about uh, the, the fundraising challenge. And Diane is joining us right now. Good, Good morning, morning, Diane. Good morning, John and Mike. How are you? We're doing well. So I, I know you're 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 looking for funding to help with the Severe Weather Network and um, and helping out the homeless here in Livingston County. Yeah, we, so. we talked to you uh, at uh, I think we were at uh, Smoke and Jazz. Smoke and Jazz. Yeah. And um, we talked to you then, and and you know you've got this huge fundraising challenge. You got to raise two hundred thousand dollars by the end of October. And and where are you at right now as as far as that goes? So, well, first of all, thanks for um, having me on today. Um, so we are not very, not very far towards our uh, goal. Um, we have about, we've raised about um, $10,000 at this point. Okay. So, and we still, now we have, um, we have in our um, savings right now for the season, for this upcoming season, we already had, um, you know, 35 saved. So. We're at forty-five thousand. Okay, but but it's still a long way to go in a uh, short correct. time. I mean, October thirty-first is coming up pretty fast, and so I, I guess you know let's let's talk about you know ex, you know how this happened. First of all, the 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 Severe Weather Network. You've been in operation since twenty sixteen, correct? Correct. Yes. And yes. Uh, you, you've been providing you know congregate shelter uh, for Livingston County homeless uh, in the uh, in the winter months. Uh, yes. But as most nonprofits can attest to, and businesses as well, uh, the pandemic really threw you guys for a loop. Yes, it, it really did. So we had really two significant challenges. Um, the first being this particular nonprofit has always been um, run or staffed 
by volunteers. And so we have on our volunteer roster 450 trained volunteers. Mm -hmm. And so with the pandemic, one, people were afraid to be out, obviously, working um, with the vulnerable population because of COVID. Two, we had to require vaccinations for our volunteers and our staff because of the fact that we couldn't afford to have an outbreak at the shelter because uh, we didn't have the necessary space to quarantine if we had an outbreak. Right. Um, so that 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 was one you know major um, challenge. And then the other piece of this was um, just the cost to open the shelter due to the pandemic, meaning we needed PPE, we had to buy air filtration systems, um, and then we had to, because we didn't have the volunteers, and we had to um, hire staff, had to hire more staffing. And one of the significant costs of staffing is overnight overnight security staffing. So so really we're, we're two, two things there. It was the volunteer base, you know, losing all, most of the people, I mean, I would say a quarter. We had about um, about seventy-five to a hundred of the volunteers that would, um, you know, still come out and and help. Um, but then it was, you know, the expenses due to the to the pandemic. So yeah, it, it was hard, very hard. <laughs> So it's, as, as John said, we're we're not that far off from October thirty first to the, the the target deadline here to get two hundred thousand dollars. And how how are you uh, looking to raise funds? What different ways are you using? So we are reaching out to the community. We're reaching out to again to all of the churches in Livingston County because a significant amount of our funding did come from our our local churches. Um, but we're looking out to the community, to businesses, asking for people to consider sponsoring the shelter, uh, businesses to sponsor the shelter. And also, um, from a volunteer standpoint, this is a, a really great way as a company to do team team building, team bonding with your, your employees and so forth. You know, come take a week um, in the evenings and, you know, groups from your corporation come out and and help there at the shelter and, and make it a an event for your for your companies um excuse me we're also um um tapping into our um we we've applied for some grant funding um we'll see if if we get that and when i say grant funding it's it's not grant funding through the government or the state we're not able to um we don't qualify for that type, those type of grants, um, because we're not a full-time shelter, meaning we're not open year-round, right. and we're not open twenty-four-seven. We're open in the evenings from six in the evening. Right. I mean, so, you are meeting the most point. immediate basic needs of these folks in the cold winter months making yep. sure that they have a safe, warm place to sleep. I mean, and that is meeting that very basic need that for a lot of these individuals they otherwise would not have. Um, yep. And Correct. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, and the other piece of that too, John and Mike, is we we have in our budget also funding to help these individuals transition into uh, stable housing. So we have helped our guests when they've come into us, because most of them don't just come in and stay one night. They're with us a significant amount of time. And they typically are with us until they're able to find a, an apartment or they're able to get a Section 8 voucher, and whether it be they find an apartment here in Livingston County or they find an apartment in um, 
you know, Wasna, we work with them to connect them to the resources to find that, that housing, but then we also help them to cover the rental deposit, to cover renter's insurance. Um, if they have a job, we help, we connect them with Michigan Works, we try to connect them out there to employers in the area. Um, if they need um, to purchase a car or they need, um, they have a car and they have repair works that need to be done in order for them to get to and from work. I mean, we've helped them with that. It's not just about providing that that immediate shelter. We case manage with them as well. And that's something that doesn't happen when they get a motel voucher from uh, a, an agency for one night or three nights or three weeks. Right. That They don't get that case management. So they basically get the hotel room and they're behind a closed door, right? When you come to our organization, you know, we really um, take them in. They t- we take them under our wings and, and really try to connect them and, and help them transition and kind of try- well, we try to figure out why are you in this situation? Yeah, and I, I was completely unaware it was more than just uh, spend the night or a few nights during the mm-hmm. winter. So there's there's connections outside of that. And of course, as, as we've been talking about, that takes money. And uh, you're looking for donations, uh, financial donations. Um, I know you have a fundraising event, uh, a trivia online event yes. coming up. You want to tell us about that? Yes. So we uh, are our big um, fundraiser every year for the last um, you know three years minus the COVID year. Uh, we do a trivia night at St. Pat's Church in Brighton. Um, it's October 15th. And it starts at seven o'clock. Um, tickets can be purchased through our website, um, but it's it's honestly it's so much fun. And Derek Kevra from Fox Two, he typically hosts it for us, and he'll be our host again this year. Um, but we um, usually have about two hundred people that come out for that, and and it's really a, a wonderful time. Great fellowship. Uh, a lot of laughs, and um, we'll have um, light light hors d'oeuvres, um, a full bar in-kind donation for that. And, um, yeah, we'd love to have the community come out and join us. Yeah, so hopefully that'll help uh, close the gap uh, a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, as you Mm -hmm. said, I mean, it's it's a pretty big gap to close. Diane, what's going to happen if October 31st rolls around and you you don't have this money? What will happen? And that is a great question. So what we will do, the board has decided that if we do not have the funding that we need, the board will reconvene, we will meet, and we will decide whether or not we want to keep that money in in our savings, basically, and, and continue to fundraise for our next season, or will we... Um, take that money that we have and then distribute it out to other nonprofits here in the community that help with, um, you know, helping the homeless transition into um, uh, housing and and work and that type of thing. So we would decide at that point. So this this is kind of the lifeline of the network. Correct. And I will tell you also, if we were to have, and we're, we're more than willing to do this as well, you know, we understand if, if a company or a church or an individual were to come with us and say, can I commit this money to you if you are going to open? So in other words, let's say somebody comes to us and says, we want to give you $10,000, right. but we'll commit it to you now, providing that you, the you rest comes open. along, right? And if not, and so we are completely open to that as well. Sure. Uh, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so. and yeah, that's like uh, you know the uh, 
crowd fundraising like a type model where exactly kind of where thing, yeah. you know you make the uh-huh. and so people are yeah and, and so that's that's a good point to mention and 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 again on your website which is livingstonswn.org uh there's a direct donate button people can do if they just want to make a direct donation um also even just little things help uh, in terms of uh the, supporting the severe weather network uh, just using the smile uh, amazon program yes um if they go to smile.amazon.com you know everything you purchase on amazon uh you know severe weather network will get a will get a portion of that um Correct. but the trivia night it sounds like on october 15th at st pat's that's uh, hopefully we'll see a good crowd and uh, and get a good turnout for that Yes, correct, correct. And I think another thing just to add here, too, is if we were to see a significant commitment for volunteers for the season, we would be able to pull that budget down. So, in other words, that 200000 is basically running the shelter without a volunteer team. Oh, that's a great it's, point. It's running yeah. the shelter with a full staff. Right. So, that's, that's a, you know, if, if we were to get a commitment or commitments from churches from organizations that they would donate a week of their time or their people um and we can plug that in for our weeks then we could pull that budget down and, well just and to uh, with less than that. just to get an idea of when you're talking about volunteers um for for say it's a, a one night volunteer say a group gets together and say how many people do you need per night uh for volunteers so typically we ask for between seven and ten. Um, we have the different uh, the different opportunities would be to prepare a meal and then serve a, serve the meal. Then we have people that help with the check in process, and then we have um, overnight staff. So those would be people that would come in, and we actually we like to have. Um, people there at night that are just there to manage manage things throughout sure. the night um and they can sleep in shifts so that works out really well we have an area with a cot and and a comfortable area that they can take breaks and and sleep um and then um the other one is uh, a laundry we call them the laundry angels so basically we twice a week we leave towels and bedding for the laundry angel to come pick up um in the morning and then launder and bring back to us at night so you can and actually so, volunteer and do stuff at home in, in a way yes, to, right. to help Absolutely. out so, so there's a variety of ways that people yeah. can uh, pitch in and volunteer their time so it's not just you know you have to be there at 5 p.m and go home at 5 a.m the next Correct. day so right. there are lots of ways this can you can uh, put your talents to use by and, being a and volunteer. people can find out how to do that and, and and learn more about the training process again on your website livingstonswn.org and there's a volunteer tab that they can yes. click on and, and uh, that'll have more information i think there's a, a video that they can watch and, and get more information that way um yes so we yep. would so certainly encourage mm-hmm. people to do that Yep, and the training is very easy. It's all online. It's about um, 45 minutes. And, um, um, yeah, so it it's a really um, easy way to come in and help. And, and we do ask that our volunteers do be trained just because of the nature of the work that's being done. Of course, done. yeah, sure. Um, and let me add as well, so the, um, the age for volunteering, if you're volunteering at the shelter, you do have to be over 18. So, but if right. you are doing laundry or that type of thing or preparing a meal and bringing it in, you don't have to, you know, okay. so, so if we had a group from the high school that wanted to prepare a meal, they could 
prepare it, bring it in. They just couldn't stay to serve it if they weren't, you know, 18. Right. So. All right. All right. Still, good. good to know. So again, we'll, we'll push everyone to the website, LivingstonSWN.org for the Severe Weather Network. Uh, details there. And of course, the Trivia Night fundraiser coming up October 15th. Uh, at St. Pat's Pat. Church, and uh, hopefully uh, you get a good turnout there. And uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's let's hit that two hundred thousand dollar mark. I, you know, it is uh, time is running fast, but uh, hopefully uh, p- people realize what a great resource Severe Weather Network is, and, and not let it slip away. Yep. All right, Diane, Diane Duncan, co-chair of the Severe Weather Network for Livingston County. We appreciate what you do and uh, spend a little time with us to pass the word out. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. You've all, you both have always been a great advocate for us, and we so appreciate you. Yeah, so. of course, Diane. We, we uh, as Mike said, uh, we really appreciate the work that you do, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, connect soon and and and, uh, and talk, good about news, the, talk yeah. about the funds that were raised. Exactly. So. <laughs> all right. Well, I will certainly let you know. All right, Thank Diane. you so much for your time. Have a wonderful day, guys. Right, you Thanks too. You do the same. All right. All right. Bye-bye. 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 So, yeah, again, uh, Severe Weather Network. Uh, uh, want to check it out, uh, please do, livingstonswn.org. I also want to thank Richter & Associates Property Management, one of the sponsors here on Mike & John Got It Going On, licensed real estate brokers, rental property experts in Livingston, Genesee, and Oakland counties with 40-plus years in the business. Located in downtown Howell, you can go on their website, richterassoc.com, that's R-I-C-H-T-E-R-A-S-S-O-C.com, or give them a call at 517-540-9560. And they've got a couple of properties uh, uh, that they are uh, uh, that they've got out for rent right now. One is at 420 East Frank Street in downtown Fowlerville, uh, and also at 2832 Sycamore River. That's brand new construction, and those are some rental properties uh, that you can take a look at. And uh, uh, you know, Richter and Associates Property Management—they uh, are the place to go to uh, to find out all the best uh, opportunities. Yeah, if you have a, you've got a business, you're looking for a place to uh, to locate to, they can help you out. Yep. Richter so, Associates. And again, that's R-I-C-H-T-E-R-A-S-S-O-C.com. Easy for John to say. Thank you. Uh, today, uh, along with being World Alzheimer's Day, it's also World Gratitude Day. Thank you. Thanks. By the way, we want to thank our friend Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance, who sponsors the Two Cent History Lesson. That was pretty smooth, because yeah. I was, I was yeah. going to say we're getting to the Two Cent History Lesson. Right. Today. I figured this was the time to, to thank Drew. You know, you're really on, yeah. you're really on it. Today. I am. <laughs> it's going to wear off soon. <laughs> he inhaled a lot of Drew, the gas from yeah, that generator. Absolutely. You know how he likes yeah. to sniff exhaust. Yeah, well, yeah, I already <laughs> told you that story. Uh, yeah, Drew Goldman, Vocal Insurance, or Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance, of course, the best relationships, honest, upfront, and fair, and that's what you'll get with Drew Goble at Oakland Insurance. Give him a call, 248-647-2500. September 21st. All right, 9-21. Is today the uh, first day of fall? Or is that like tomorrow? That'll be the first full day or something. No, I think tomorrow is the first day. I think the equinox is like 5.30 something in the afternoon. Those are now electric. (laughs) So let's go to uh, it's National Pecan Cookie Day. Pecan pie? Nope, cookies. (laughs) Okay. Pecan cookies? um, No, doesn't do it. Let's see. Uh, International Peace Day. Peace, man. Hey, man. Peace. Peace of what? A piece of pecan cookie day. Uh, yeah. uh, by the way, equinox, uh, the autumn equinox, the autumnal equinox. Autumnal. 9.03 p.m. Autumnal will be here. Thursday. So. All right, tomorrow. We've got no. about another day of yeah. summer left. And it's supposed to be a pretty warm day yes, here is. on uh, Wednesday. And then Thursday. Forget about To it. hark in the first day of fall. 
it's going to be like cold. 40 degrees lower. Yeah, All right, anyway, go on. It's miniature golf day today. I can't think of anything that I like less than miniature golf. It's one of those things that you see and you go, oh, that'll be fun. And then you realize quickly, this is not fun. I'm not having fun. <laughs> this <Wow>. is stupid. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was going to suggest we have a mini golf tournament, but I guess I won't. You know, I should say, though, I'm basing that on going miniature golf with with family if you bring your uh, family yeah. because yeah one kid wants to race through the other kid is taking their time like their tiger woods and the masters well and they're like one, speed it along there's one that's always going to hit yeah. it over the little bumper right and it's going to end up on <laughs> right somebody's the course somebody's trying to power swing the thing and you're yeah. like just calm down yeah and then so then you get all frustrated and that's when i break out the fireball <laughs> <laughs> You're going to need a bigger bottle. Okay. 1893 on this day, Frank Daria took what is believed to be the first gasoline-powered automobile for a test drive. Wow. Frank Daria. All right. 1913, the first acrobatic stunt was performed when a pilot in France conducted the first sustained upside-down flight. Hmm. Aerobatic stunt. Sorry, did I say acrobatic? Yeah. I meant aerobatic. Either way. So he was doing like a right. Tom Cruise and Top go. Gun. Right, of course. Yeah. Going upside down. Go. Probably not as many Hopefully G's. Hopefully had a seatbelt. Well, I'm guessing yeah. he had the leather hat and the yeah. goggles. Well, yeah. The leather helmet. Like Charles... Uh... Snoopy? No. Nah. Well, yeah, like the Red Baron. <laughs> was it Lindbergh? Charles Lindbergh. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, Lindbergh was in a but that's all right. I don't think you really had the goggles and the scarf. Sorry to ruin that for you. Dang. <laughs> 1961. 21-year-old singer by the name of Bob Dylan. Mm. Mm. Recorded his debut album in one day. Mm. Studio bill was 400 bucks in 1961. Well, that's quite a bill. This was uh, prior to teaching the Beatles how to smoke pot. Well, yeah. <laughs> We took our lessons from Bob Dylan. <laughs> he introduced us Sorry, to Joe, the wacky I, weed. I can't get to the studio. I've got my pot smell, spot smoking lesson with Bob with Dylan. Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own pipe. It was called the Dylanator <laughs> 2000. <laughs> you know, if it was legal back then, they would have marketed it. Trust me. <laughs> Here's the Dylanator. Big bong. 1970. <laughs> Monday Night Football made its mm. debut on ABC TV. I can hear the music now. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Yellow Jackets. The black ABC now, logo. Who was the original crew? Was it was, was Frank was, Gifford original? Um, I want to say it was probably like Vin Scully. I don't think and, so. Do you uh, think so? Frank Gifford. Probably Howard Cosell was in there early. I don't know if it was 1970. Dandy Don Meredith. Dandy Don Meredith. I bet he was in there. Yeah. 1970. The broadcast team. And that was when Monday Night Football was a big thing. Now well, it's like game yeah. five. Now there's two games going on <laughs> at the just, same yeah, time. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, okay. Who's playing? Yeah. All right, we'll look this up. 1980. Bob Marley collapsed while jogging in New York Central Park. Mm. He was diagnosed with having cancer. We're not sure if it was from what he was smoking. But they took him to the hospital and they said, hey, 
Bob, you've got cancer. Somehow I just never pictured Bob Marley as a jogger. Who was the team? Oh, yes, I do have that. Uh, the first Monday Night Football team, Howard Cosell, Keith Jackson. Hello again, everybody. And Frank Gifford. They did try to hire Kurt Gowdy and Vin Scully, yeah, but Kurt they Gowdy. couldn't. They couldn't hire him away. Well, weren't they doing Monday Night Baseball? I think they, exactly. And so they uh, they had to settle for Keith Jackson, Dandy Don. Which Barry. I like Keith Jackson. I thought I Keith Jackson was good. Yeah. Anyway, and then they went to Dandy Don Meredith a couple of years later. Dandy Don. Yeah. All right. Now we know. All right. 1985, with the help of heavy rotation on MTV. Money for Nothing gave mm. Dire Straits their first U.S. number one single. And how innovative was that video back right. in And you know what? It still holds up today. I mean, mm. you still watch it today. It's pretty good. When you consider that well, the thing is almost 40 years old. True. You look at the technology and you I say, mean, right, boy, back still, then. It's still pretty good. It's not like, you know, when you watch like Davy and Goliath, the claymation. <laughs> Remember Davy and Goliath? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> like Gumby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was on this day in 1998. Bill Clinton's video testimony in the Monica Lewinsky case. The Bill Clinton case. sex tape. This is quite boring. It's just him talking. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, in 2007, Snoop Dogg. Hmm was sentenced to three years probation and 160 hours of community service after pleading guilty to carrying a collapsible baton. What? The rapper was arrested in September of 2006 after the baton was found in his bag at John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California. Mm. And in April of 2007, he was given five years probation and 800 years of community service after hours. pleading no contest for gun and drugs charges. Right. In California. Okay. I don't think Snoop served any real time. I doubt it. No. Because sure now you see him on TV. Yeah. Well, was hogging his pot. Times have changed. And you know, uh, him and Adam uh, Sandberg are, are selling Corona or right. something on the beach. Yep, yep. So, yeah, say no to drugs. It's <laughs> well, I mean, if somebody went into a coma 20 years ago and they came out of it now, I mean, just... Whereas before, oh my God, drugs up against the wall, you got pot, throw you in the slammer. Now you got Snoop on TV going, hey, <laughs> <laughs> buy my new Bob Dylan bong. You know, I mean, okay, <laughs> sure, okay, yeah. You know, there could be tests done. Remember the uh, the the Pepsi challenge when you had the Coke versus Pepsi thing? Yes, you could have the yes. Dylan. I like this. The Dylan versus the I, Snoop. This is great. The Dylan versus yeah. dog. Right. It'll probably be a reality series. You know, maybe our good buddy Jerry Millen at the greenhouse could run a test, like a taste test. <laughs> <laughs> this one has better vapability. You know, exactly. <laughs> Think about that. They could do the, uh, <laughs> the, 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 you know, the greenhouse challenge. The, <laughs> Jerry, you're going to owe us for this. <laughs> yeah. That's a free spot. We'll, uh, we'll invoice you on that. All right. So that's your two-cent history lesson. Okay. Brought to you by our friends, Drew Goble and company at Oakland Insurance. Give them a call today at 248-647-2500. Right. Dude. Oh, yeah, man. So coming up tomorrow. All right. What are we doing tomorrow? Well, we'll do the two-cent history lesson okay, again good. And hopefully have tomorrow. A, hopefully have a winner. In yeah, well, we had, we had two today. Really. Oh, that's true. Well, we I had one, yeah, yeah, but two yeah, for we, we, we discovered right. the winner at the last we second. Just, yeah, we do almost, have a winner. Oh, almost God. missed it. 
I can't so I wasn't making the questions too tough. All right. Yeah. There'll be another one for Wednesday on night bag. trivia. And uh, we'll talk to Rich Perlberg yeah, on Thursday for some, The Less You Know. Some something. I'm not sure what we're talking to him about, but we'll find out. We don't really even know when we're talking to him what we're talking about. <laughs> Pretty much. That's the nature of that conversation. <laughs> the less you so, know. Yeah. We do know if you're having car trouble, Murphy's Family Auto is the place to call. 517-552-3040. Or you can stop by, drop off your vehicle. They're even open on Saturdays from 8 to 1. And the cool thing is, if you mention, Mike and John sent me, and I saw their billboards on I-96, you'll get 5% off on your bill. You don't even have to mention the billboards. I just thought do, I'd do another cheap plug. Do, do we have billboards? That's what I thought. Oh, we, I that's saw right. We somebody do put have them up billboards. there, and yeah. I don't know how they Who got Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't it's crazy. Well, I would like to thank KC. Yes. All right. Thank you, KC. <laughs> thank you, KC. No, thank you, no, KC. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Well, that's enough nonsense for it one sure day. It sure is. Yeah, that's uh, going to do it for this Wednesday, last day of summer. Here we go. Put on flip flops. Hang out by the closed pool. <laughs> It's a trampoline now. Yeah. Giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.